Far away at the bottom of the stairs, I heard the soft sound of a door closing. She'd gone outside onto the front porch to call someone, or so it seemed. The quiet hum of voices drifted in from another room like a cat purring down a dark alley, and I got up from my chair. We'd been meeting for so long, it was as if Dr. Stevens was my aunt or a much older sister. Sometimes she'd eat lunch while we met. Other times she'd take a break and go to the bathroom or to the kitchen downstairs, leaving me to rummage through her things as I waited for the sound of the fourth step on the stairs. She should have known better than to leave me alone. She shouldn't have scared me like she did. Looking through her things had become a bad habit. Like shoplifting a newspaper you weren't even going to read, and then finding you were taking something that wasn't yours every time you walked into a store. That's the way it is with secrets. They pile one on top of the other until it's like a house of cards that requires a lot of work to maintain. It's been a long time since I took my first file from Dr. Stevens' office. If I was building a house of cards, I'd be on my second deck by now. Looking back, there are a few sessions that stick in my memory more completely than all the others. Session number 12. I thought Dr. Stevens might be reading my future in the tea leaves at the bottom of her cup, but she was only thirsty for more caffeine, fuel for another half hour with Will Besting. A few keystrokes on her laptop and down the stairs she went, leaving me alone in the room for the first time. I got up from my chair, sat in hers, and looked at the screen of her laptop. Her computer was locked, but that was easily undone. Dr. Stevens was careless in her keystrokes, a password much too short and too easy for searching eyes like mine. I could only catch her fingers on the first two strokes, C and the A, then the dart of her skinny index finger up to the keys above. She punched four or five more keys with speed and precision as I pretended to look out the window, my head turned one way and my eyes another. The password had started with CA and probably continued up there on that top row. With her long white pointing finger, a T. Cat. I won't lie, it was a thrill from the start, sitting in her chair with my fingers flying over the keys, trying to unlock her secrets. Secrets about me. About her. Cat play. Cat on roof. Cat hairball. Cat, cat, cat. Cat food. The fourth step creaked, and I flew back into my own chair, gripping the wooden arms as Dr. Stevens re-entered the room from behind me, her cup filled once more. A half hour later, as we said our farewell, my eye caught a line of books sitting on a shelf. There were four, but only one mattered, the one with a blue background and a cat on the front tipping its striped hat and smiling happily. Cat in hat a password I would come to know all too well. Session number 19. I found my own folder filled with audio transcripts. I'd known she was recording all of our sessions, even consented to it, but somehow seeing them there, all stacked up with dates on them, bothered me. It was as if she dug deep into my soul and yanked out the secret parts, then stored them like little coffins in a meat locker. I discovered that my parents had betrayed me too. 
For years, I'd kept an audio diary of my own that dated all the way back to 2005. I was just a nine-year-old kid when I started, back when I loved to hear my own voice. Dr. Stevens had them all, including the ones where the trouble started. Session number 31. I kept a chain around my neck after that, from which a silver St. Christopher's medallion hung loosely under my shirt. The medallion was oval-shaped, as thick as three sticks of gum, and if I pulled St. Christopher apart at the middle, he was something more useful. St. Christopher's detached lower half was a flash drive, with space enough on it for many, many audio files. Cat in hat. I touched the folder marked Will Besting, dragged it across the screen, and fed its contents into St. Christopher. Session number 167. And so it was that whenever Dr. Stevens left the room with her phone in hand, I took something more, something I'd told myself.